I'm Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko. This is episode 12 of Bard's Eye View, the podcast looking back at Xena. Uh, this time we're looking back at season one, episode 12 uh, of Xena Warrior Princess, Beware Greeks Bearing Gifts. Hey you. Hi. Hey friend. Have you ever been given a gift by a Greek? Um, yes, I'm trying to think what it would have been. A, Was it a uh, giant a, horse? A... No, it wasn't. I know it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> So they so they're breaking mm. type. The Greek that gave you a gift. The, the, yeah, the... yeah, she was. She was. Yeah. Okay. She I've wasn't. never been given a, a a gift by a Greek. Well, you know to be on your guard. I do know that. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know if I've ever even met a Greek person. So, um, I feel like I feel like to be honest, never I would be on my guard person. from the start. No, I don't think so. Oh. This don't is like so. that um, that slightly lame Radio Four kind of filler show i've never seen star wars in which <laughs> marcus brigstock takes you to do things you've never done before so you, your your episode would be going to meet a greek person i mean i think there's probably quite a few things that i've never done that would that would come out ahead <laughs> okay of the you know interesting things we could make one yeah. do that she's never done so mm. okay, well start compiling your list because okay. I, I imagine I imagine they'll be contacting us soon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fir- first thing I noticed about this episode, I I actually thought I might have clicked on the wrong video because I, I thought I was in a Bonnie Tyler video because <laughs> we had obviously they'd broken out the candle budget again. Yes. That, that's been topped There's up. There's so many and we candles. Had floaty floaty neck curtains and yep. it was it was very like um a scene from the video of Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah, and in fact um, yeah. Helen, once upon a time she was falling in love and now she's only falling apart <laughs> nothing she can do <laughs> it all comes together it's all, it's anyway, all the, making sense <laughs> the, the, fir- the first fight 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 sequence um, is, kind of, is kind of in a dream it becomes evident oh, okay. it's, it's got yep. this kind of dreamscape um, quality I guess it becomes evident it. it's a dream. Evident it's a dream, and the way that they convey that it's a dream is by making the camera uh, as um, like seasick inducing as possible. Yes, this camera yeah. twisting around and like funny lights at yeah, the sides and like, it's distortion all... and yeah. this dream may contain flashing images. Yeah, this dream. Kind of, kind this dream may be an obvious dream eventually because <laughs> then she wakes up and. and the... When she wakes up, she's no longer on her own in the bed, which is where we saw her first. Yes. And when she wakes up, she's got a douchebag next to her. Douchebag um, with a nasty bob. Oh, he's got bad hair, doesn't he? Yeah, and good once teeth, again, bad hair. Looks extremely older than her, but that'll be because of. The... Oh, did you think so? I I didn't I didn't think so particularly. With, I think he looks. With this. I think he looked it, it... obviously older than her. <laughs> to me but it might just I, I didn't be... I didn't notice I didn't notice it it becomes apparent anyway that this is Helen whose yeah. face launched a thousand ships waking from a nightmare of a, of a grunty warlord and um waking up with Paris yeah and and maybe he just looks old older and more haggard because as he keeps bringing up he's been fighting for 10 long years for Helen, he keeps, yes. never shuts up about it. About the ten, I mean, no one made you do it, pal. Oh, this is this is my decision. first red. This is my first red red flag. He says <laughs> these nightmares rob you of your beauty, and after all, isn't that what I've been fighting for for ten years? Oh, I wrote, and that just. Uh... <laughs> I, I actually wrote that down as these nightmares rob you of your beauty, and after all, isn't that your only worth as a human being? Because that's the subject. <laughs> that, yeah, I'd say that that's that's what I'm getting there, and and a big. A big with a big dose of you are my property yes a hundred percent but yeah, i mean isn't so I that, like that is well yeah you didn't like it but isn't that isn't that the myth of helen of troy in general like she doesn't have any agency in any of the actual stories you know yeah she she's uh, she's the MacGuffin. yeah she gets married off to she gets married off to menelaus uh yes. and then uh, she gets kidnapped now, menelaus by is is much older yeah fine so that, you know. that I think maybe that's why Paris doesn't worry me so much because Menelaus. Well, I'm not is... worried. I'm not worried by it. I'm not saying it's a problematic. You know, I'm not saying it's a problematic age gap. I just think he looks rough compared to her. But that's typical. Okay. That's pretty typical. But, but because... then she she is the most beautiful woman in the world. Anyone's going to look rough next to her. I guess. I mean, even even you probably. 
even me, and as as, as you know, I am extremely gorgeous. You're such um, a pretty face. She, she, listen, yeah, I she love that. Pretty face. I love that. That's brilliant. That's like that old woman in the swimming pool. That, um... <laughs> I know this story. <laughs> tell, tell such a pretty that. face. Dream about the rest of me, right? <laughs> this old woman in the swimming pool, right? Who, um, during one of my periodic weight loss journeys, uh, kept asking me about it, right? And I told her how much weight I'd lost. And she was yeah. like, oh, that's good, right? And then she could look me up and down and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm hurt. Sorry for you, Hen, because you're, you're, you're right, Bonnie. And then she'd like, pause. Both ways, right? Because in Scotland, Bonnie means <laughs> Bonnie means either pretty or fat. Okay? And it's like, okay. Cheers, love. Bo- Bonnie bouncing baby boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A chubby baby. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Such a pretty face. If I take a selfie from from above, you don't want it. You don't want it from below. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, right, anyway. so it turns out that Helen is a yet another of Zena's exes, right? Because yes. she, um, uh, you know, Paris is not listening to her, uh, so she has to call in a lesbian who will sort her out. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we um, we need marriage guidance. Let's get Zena to do to to help. Yeah, the the childless lesbian support group. Um. Oh wait, no, <laughs> that's our that's our group chat. That's not um, <laughs> that's not Zena. Um. Anyway, our so she sends in, a guy... in which childless lesbians give parenting advice, basically. Yes. Yeah. So she sends this guy off to find Zena. Miltiades, his name is. Is it? Oh, well done. You're you're so good at remembering these pointless people's names. Um, I don't even remember the name of the baddie in this episode. I've just called him Captain Obvious Traitor. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that do. <laughs> so, um, so we cut to Zena and Gab again, wandering through the interminable forest of ancient New Greaseland. Yes. And um, they're bantering about food because apparently Gabrielle has not bought enough food, you know, because that's Gabrielle's job in this partnership is shopping, clearly. You yeah, know, well, she's the she's the femme, isn't she? She's the yeah. She's that's the woman. what it is. She's for she's <laughs> which one of which one of you's the man? Which one of you's the women? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I do the shopping, so I suppose it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, and they 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 um they saunter along, uh, enjoying um they share an apple and and a bit of exposition about about yeah. Troy. Yeah, is a now, brief history of Troy for dummies. Isn't this? Isn't the apple? thing genuinely like this came up a couple of episodes isn't the apple thing an actual thing ancient in an ancient greek thing where like a man a man would give his suitor an apple or something so all these times oh, when so you, gabrielle so this is... when xena chucks gabrielle an apple you know i'm claiming it i'm okay, claiming it's it canon. Is what i'm saying it's canon from from now from this point forward <laughs> well that's actually problematic <laughs> given what happens in this episode it, it is problematic <laughs> Um, anyway, they are, yeah. they're interrupted as so frequently by by bandits on the road. Only this mm-hmm. time we know who they're duffing up. It's Miltiades. It's, that's um, ga- it's that guy. Yeah, fight, fight, it's fight. It's that guy. Yeah. Um, looks... So we get our fight, fight, fight music. Um, Zena proceeds to do what she does best. Yeah. Uh, one one of them one of them she somehow ends up giving him a thigh lock that breaks his neck. Ah, uh, well, that's fair enough, isn't it? What, what a way to go! What an indeed! What a way to go! If only the if, if you know if if I could convince her to do that, but as long as my face was turned the other way around, that would be stop it. <laughs> and she cuts one of them as well. That's important for later. She gives she one does. of them. She, a... she draws. She draws blood, leaving a visible scar, leaving yeah, a scar on the she face. She gives one um, one of them a visible scar for later, so that yeah, we can recognize. Gab- Gabrielle's Gabrielle's quite fighty in this. She's yeah, she's go, going at ten... it with a, with a staff. So I tell you what, man, upped. Mm. That Eponin must be a hell of a fucking fighting instructor. Instructor, because she had ten yeah. minutes. She said ten minutes instruction with the staff, and yeah. she is she's bloody good. good at it. <laughs> she is. <laughs> but I mean, thank God. I mean, really, honestly, uh, the, getting Gabrielle able to fight 
has really like rescued the show because yeah. like you yeah. couldn't have had like there's several scenes in this episode you just couldn't have them if if Gabrielle didn't fight. Yeah, we're five episodes ago she'd have she'd have been killed Useless. or kidnapped inevitably. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Anyway, trying to get so, into Mil- Troy, Xena's great plan yeah. for getting into Troy just wouldn't work with pre with villager at costume no, Gabriel. So it wouldn't. So thank thank goodness for Eponin. Um, so Miltiades is still alive, but only just. Um, Helen sent her second best tiara as a token to mm. to say to show that she, he's really coming from from Helen. Um, doesn't really tell Xena what's going on. Just says she she needs you. The th- the lives of thousands of soldiers depend upon you. Uh, and then he and then he carks it. Well, did she um, even did Helen say, even tell him what was going on? She just said no. She did, a a she didn't. So he's yeah. kind of just giving it a bit of colour, basically. Um, yeah. And he definitely is because when we do actually get to Troy, th- there's no way there are thousands of soldiers there. No, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> about seven, <laughs> seven not, aside. Yeah, it's a, a friendly game of seven aside uh, warfare. <laughs> I've got I've got things to say about that later. That's. Anyway, okay. so it turns out they're going to Troy after all. Oh, meaningful gaze into the distance while theme music starts to play. Um, yeah, she says we'll 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 bury him and and then we'll go to Troy. So so Zane has a new undertaking, so a new funeral service. Bury and go, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're off to Disneyland. Yeah, no, Troy. They're off to Troy is where they're off to. Yeah. Okay. So hurrah, we're off to Troy now. I did promise last week that I would explain why this was totally incoherent. Um, so there's several reasons why this is completely um, timeline-wise totally incoherent, mm. right? First of all, the Trojan War ended in like 1200 BC, okay, and the town of Amphipolis was founded in about 600 BC. <laughs> so we're... to me like you you've been doing some research. Oh yeah, you've made me a jingle. I'll put the jingle in here, okay? Yeah, I'll put the jingle in here. It, it's not going to blend into the episode. You've gone too Fine. extra for that. Um, yeah. But I'll put it in here. <laughs> Thanks for that jingle, Flim Flam. Uh, I will be using it all the time, uh, even mm. though, as as we said, it's not going to blend at all into the episode. <laughs> I thought you um, like having fanfare. Oh yeah, that's what I need, man. That's what these. That's what my Wikipedia article skimming needs. <laughs> um, the other reason why this is totally historically or timeline mm. incoherent is um, a few episodes ago in The Reckoning, Xena brought up um, Agamemnon and Achilles as if they were legendary uh, warriors yes, of antiquity yes. Um, yes. and they were both they were both killed in the siege of Troy, right? Mm. Which um, apparently is still which ongoing. apparently is still ongoing. Yeah, which apparently mm. is still ongoing. <laughs> uh, so that's bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> what other reasons why is it bullshit? Uh, in a few episodes' time, in fact, the very next episode, we meet Homer and Euripides, who both yeah. uh, lived in about a hundred BC. Uh, so it's all just fucking. Bullshit. Listener, you can you can probably you can probably skip on about five minutes, I would say. <laughs> so, the siege of Troy should have happened a really long time ago, right? This should have been some mythological, con- so far ago, so long ago that it's yeah. practically a myth for them. I don't actually even know if the siege of Troy was real or if it was a myth. Is you it know, tr- so, is it so, a mix of both? Um, I th- yeah, I think probably a, a so bit both. So that's it's far so... worse. Far worse inconsistencies are going to crop up. I I don't I. I don't want to set a precedent of you going off on one every time we come across a wormhole in time. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, it's just... Do you not think that Xena works a lot better when it's not trying to shoehorn in um, other myths No, I don't. I, I disagree. Like, I, I love when it done, does this stuff. Well, I guess, but like... The thing about the Trojan... About the Siege of Troy is everyone knows how it ends. So there's no... There's no, Well, they like, think they do. Oh yeah, okay. There's just no yeah. I don't know. It's like that you know the oh you probably have never seen it, have you have you seen Solo? The Star Wars movie? No. About Han Solo. No, not yet. Alright, okay, well, um spoilers now for you. Well no 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 don't don't because it's next in my rewatch. Okay, is it a spoiler that they don't die? 
Oh no, no, probably not. Because you've seen them in the later movies. Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, there's like several scenes where they try to introduce tension over whether these characters will die. Uh, Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. You can't have that. (laughs) Like, so it's the same sort of thing. I think it's one. I've got the same sort of problem. I'll bear that in mind when I watch it. I'll um, I'll I'll have a little flashcard in front of me saying, "Don't worry, they don't die." Anyway, so Zena and Gabrielle hang about outside Troy after we see various shots of dead people in various states of decomposition, I guess, trying to represent yeah, the, 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 was, Troy, the siege has gone on for a long time. I was I was suddenly reminded of um, Sam Raimi's horror movie pedigree here because we, oh, we've got yeah. crucified bodies and skeletons spinning about on wheels and... There's a scene of a really horrible bit of spiders crawling yes. out of some eye sockets. And yeah, I did that just bit think, is really horrible. Arachnophobia oh, yeah. warning this is, there. This is evil dead guy, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that, kind of, that kind of showed through. Um, yeah, Zena so and Gabrielle pick their way their through the battlefield. <laughs> they pick their way through the battlefield, um, but they get ambushed by some rhubarbing soldiers who kind of <laughs> spring out of the undergrowth. I guess I guess this is setting up that the Greeks are shifty and hiding like ambush from uh, um I mean Zena's great plan like they're they're perched at the edge looking out over Troy Mm. and Gabrielle's like but you've got a plan right and Zena's like sure I do are your boots laced and basically the plan is to run and fight your way through yeah so, I mean, um, fucking brilliant plan. Outstanding plan. I mean, you couldn't have shared it with Gabrielle. That would have been, you know, you couldn't have just said you were going to run in. <laughs> Be prepared to fight. No. You've got to keep yeah. things interesting. You've got to keep a spark, a little spark of spice in the marriage. <laughs> I, I think Gabrielle knows the score by now. And, and as... As ever, um, the the rhubarb soldiers um, queue up to be stabbed, slashed, yeah. chakramed, biffed with a staff, um, yeah. and yeah, like we said, she's she's got pretty good with that staff. Yep. So there's a and there's a guy up in the battlements who's like, it's Gabrielle. Now who is he? It's impossible who for could us it to be? know. Well, it is impossible for a casual viewer to know because he's been recast since we last saw him. Yes, it's someone we have definitely <laughs> never seen before. Yeah, it's a guy that we have. Well, a character we've seen before briefly. But a different actor because um, they needed him to actually speak this time, and the block of wood that they hired previously was not up to it. <laughs> so yeah, this guy's at least a foot shorter. He, he's he's stockier now. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's short, shorter, stockier. Kind of looks a bit like Donny Osmond. He's got, he's got. Oh, he does. Teeth. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's Donny. Yeah. He's the Donny Osmond of of ancient New Greaseland. Yeah, yeah. So it just couldn't couldn't be more different from the Perdicus we met. In the first episode, yeah. if he if he tried, yeah. Oh, this um, is Perdicus, so by the way, fun. listeners. This is Perdicus. Perdicus, who's who's gone from farm boy to competent soldier in the space of a few weeks. Yeah, this is what I've got to say. Right, somehow this is Gabrielle's betrothed. Right, who yeah. in the in the first episode it was sort of heavily implied that she uh, couldn't stand him, and um, it was so dull, <laughs> and that it was an arranged marriage and all that. Yeah. Um. In this episode, he's gone from. In the few months it's been since we saw him, right? It's been. Mm. This is episode twelve, right? Now we don't know exactly yeah. how much time has passed for Zena, but not very much, right? Not that mm. much. So it's been a few months since we saw him, and he's gone from farmer to extremely competent soldier, and important enough in the Trojan army that he can shout, "Open the gates, and people will do it." Yes, he he gives commands which are obeyed he has a a leadership role Mm. right and all through this episode people go on about xena and like why would a greek fight for the trojans perdicus is greek okay (laughs) um there must be loads of greeks fighting in the trojan army because it's he doesn't seem unusual in any way yeah um and and if and if i could just re redo my jingle as uh, wonko has been reading about greek geography (laughs) greek no, Zena wasn't a- Greek actually, either. Actually, fucking Bulgarian. Anyway, so we we don't we don't worry about all this kind of stuff. We've travelled well, some distance anyway because Troy was in Turkey. Um, historically, yes. So this yes. is a we've gone some distance, man. She, they get they get they get about. 
No wonder she needed new boots in the last episode, wearing out a lot of leather. (laughs) (laughs) And so Perdicus gets the gates opened, Xena and Gabrielle make their way into Troy, they shut out the invading Greeks, so that's that's the end of that little bit of false. That's the end of that chapter. Yeah, this but but we get the gates of (gasps) Perdicus. The gates of Troy, which is a major city. Which are basically just a cup like a barn door with one bit of wood. Yes. <laughs> How long would it take to batter that in? Like it feels like Xena could do it on her own. Just shoulder it open. You know? Yes. It's just like, okay. <laughs> like when you when you've got your, your hands full, you've got you've got the laundry basket or something, so you just shove it with your hip. Yeah. That would do it. That would do it. <laughs> Honestly, right, okay. The thing here's another reason why the siege of Troy was a bad choice for this episode. Mm. Is because Troy, as I said, was supposed to be a major city, huge, yeah, like, yeah. and it was supposed to be defended by a massive army, and the entire Greek army was supposed to be there sieging it. And what we actually get is like a set that is just maybe 20% bigger than the standard village sets that we've yeah. had, you know? I mean, it's just like they didn't have the well, we, money to do it well, and they've tried no, we, we, <laughs> we only get to see that sort of courtyardy bit, don't we? But yeah, by, and that's by, the by whole the thing. Gates. That's the whole city, man. Yeah. That's the whole city. But in the, we've had the long shot um, when, they, when they're approaching Troy, and we can see that it's it's bigger than that, but we, we never actually see any of it. Yeah, the long shot approaching it's... Troy, that's their, which is like their one CGI castle. <laughs> no, it's a different one. It's, it's I know, but it's like that, week. is what I mean. It's like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, they did the, they did pretty decent, a pretty decent job of faking centaurs last week, but they don't do a great job of faking a large city. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I'll come back to this later. Yeah. Oh, will you? Yes, there, I've got things to say later about the same thing. Okay. I'm going to repeat okay. myself a, a lot. Um, so, um, <laughs> hell, so Xena goes up to see her ex and they all huggy and stuff. So they always stayed friends after the breakup. Mm. Um, Xena says, we didn't always agree, but you're still a friend. So presumably the agree part is like Helen went off to the... Yeah, you dumped me. Yeah, Helen went off to be with Paris. So didn't agree about that. That heart was bad. Um, <clears throat> so Helen's pretty disillusioned with her marriage now, uh, which is fair enough, yeah. because as we've seen, Paris is a fucking dick. Um, yeah. He's an arsehole. You know, he's, it's probably the second worst Paris on TV, the first one obviously being Tom Paris from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> What what we've uh, what we've forgotten to mention, by the way, is we we, we get a little um, a little clip of King Menelaus, so um, king of the Greeks, talking in the in the shadows to a hooded figure, saying, yes. "This plan of yours had better work, or I may never see Helen again." Mm. Talking um, to a hooded figure. Oh, there's some sort of traitor. I wonder who it could be. La, now, la, 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 la. I mean, he might as well. This guy, when we do eventually see him, he might as well have "I am the traitor" tattooed on his head. Uh, yes. It's pretty. Yeah. So, so this this guy is um, Deiphobus. Deiphobus. Is that his uh, name? He's... Captain Obvious yeah, Traitor. Ca- Captain, Captain Obvious, Obvious Traitor. Traitor. He's Paris's brother. <laughs> he has moderately good teeth, but the wrong kinds of scar. Yes. And a nasty and a very nasty perm. So, um, and and also he talks like this all the time through gritted teeth and kind of from the back of his throat. Um, so yeah, that's uh... oh, that hurt my throat. Um... Yeah, a bit. <laughs> now is this guy so there we a go. real brother? Oh, it is. Is actually a real brother. Yeah, no, no reason. I not had to, never not to think so. Well, I'd never heard of him because, <laughs> um, no, I'd never heard of the guy because uh, why would you have heard of him when the brothers when his brothers are Paris and Hector? Yeah, you know, and maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe this is why he's got this inferiority complex. Yeah, they don't mention Hector. That's... Yeah, he's dead as well during the yeah. during the siege. You know. Um, yeah. And 
And I, I've just I've just this moment done my mythological research, i.e. look up the Wikipedia mm. page. Um, after Paris's death, his brother Deophobus married Helen and was then killed by Menelaus in the sack of Troy. So, spoilers. Spoilers okay. there. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess this... I, I quite like the... Um, has so just before just before Deophobus turns up um, in, in the boudoir and Zena's doing her marriage guidance bit, yeah, and she says, oh, "I don't go, don't go back to Menelaus. You know, it's only that's not going to end the war." And um, and Helen basically says, "Look, Troy, it was fine when I got here, but it's shit now. Um, Paris is a twat. Um, I just, I just want out, man." Yeah, and um, basically, yeah, I, I feel you. I I agree with you. I agree with yeah. you, Helen. Just sneak out. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a way that you could sneak out in broad daylight without anyone really noticing. Spoilers mm. for the rest mm. of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> some some sort of uh, complicated disguise, I imagine, would be needed for that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so he, Captain Obvious Traitor, bursts in. And is obviously mm. a bad guy. And drags Zena in front of Paris, who's just like, mm, she's fine, whatever. Yeah, I don't Helen, care. Helen says she's dope. Um, he doesn't give a shit about Helen's opinion. <laughs> As we see later <laughs> on, you know. Um, but yeah. So that is, and again, they do all this shit about why would a Greek fight for the Trojans? As if loads of them aren't already. Yeah. You know. So anyway. And, and as as if as if Zena were Greek. And as if Zena was Greek, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's Greek in the sense that everywhere was Greece then. <laughs> I guess it's not Greece anymore. Generic Greece. It's not Greece Generic anymore. Generic Greece land. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then we cut back to Gabrielle and Perdiccas, who keeps Gabrielle keeps insisting that all of Perdiccas's life choices must be about her. She's decided. It's all about me. Yeah. It's exactly. all about me, Purdy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basically Gabrielle is so vain she probably thinks this song is about her um, I mean it probably uh, is to be, it prob- to be probably fair, is he, it probably is because he says uh, you know uh, what's the name Podidia is so, so dull and I, I I wanted to be in a place where people were fighting for love I heard the stories and Gabrielle says yeah I told you those stories and they were bullshit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he got abandoned by he got abandoned by Gabrielle and immediately left town also and became and funnily enough Gabrielle left him to go off and be with an exciting warrior and uh-huh. uh, he went off and became a warrior. I wonder what the thought process was. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway. so Gabrielle says says this is this is all about me and he says no 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 it's not but. But if I die, just just write a story about me. So it's, yeah. it's totally all about Gabrielle. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Um, and then we've yeah. got a little skirmish, and I think I don't know what this is meant to be. It's this bit is lame oh, as fuck. Um, a dude gets hit by a flaming arrow. What are they trying to? Are they trying to breach the walls? Don't seem to be because it's over in about two seconds. Um, a random yeah, guy yeah, so gets hit by a flaming arrow. Perdiccas grabs it out of the corpse. Yeah, runs up to the battlements with it, uh, like, <laughs> and then says, "Give me your bow, right?" And then the guy gives him a crossbow, which is the <laughs> wrong type of weapon for this arrow. For this weapon, it's a flighted feathered Close arrow. Weapon. It's a it, it. You need to shoot it with a bow. You can't Don't shoot these been things. Reading about military strategy. No, I haven't. I'm just not. I just play video games. I know you can't <laughs> shoot arrows with a crossbow. You have to shoot bolts with a crossbow. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's the wrong ammo type. And then he does... It's, I think has been reading about ancient weaponry. Right, stop now. Okay, do you want I to can't. stop this forever? <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure this is rhubarb on top. Him screaming, this is for my yes. friend! As he shoots the guy <laughs> who, he is, who presumably shot... So it seems like there was just one yeah. archer... Who randomly mm. shot in, randomly fired a flaming arrow over in the hopes that it would hit someone, and then it did, 
and then Perdiccas ran up and shot him with his own arrow out of a crossbow. Yeah, and the, the note um, I've got here is, is Perdiccas f- pulls a flaming arrow from a dead guy's chest, does an unnecessary thing so Gabrielle can see how much he's changed. Yes, that's what it's for. And she's sort of shaking yeah. her head as if to say, what happened to the boy I knew? Um, well, I, I thought she looked kind of, oh no, he really has changed. I'm impressed, which I was surprised I at because I, I kind of thought she'd be appalled by this. Yeah, I didn't read impressed on What's her face. What's happened to you, man? Okay. I didn't. I didn't Good. see. I didn't think her her face looked impressed. But I mean, well, I'll take a screenshot of it and we can get the Twitter to be the judge. Is Gabrielle oh, impressed by this or not? Yeah, no. but I need to keep up engagement on the Twitter, otherwise people will stop listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Twitter. I mean, Twitter has got us at least three listeners. <laughs> okay. True. <laughs> As far as I can see from her there's, there's a nice, nice little moment. <laughs> nice little moment here. Zena rocks up and Perdiccas thanks her for looking after Gabrielle, and Zena says she's like family, and mm. I don't think Perdiccas realizes at this point that family has a capital F there. Yes, like, yeah, she's, she's family, dude. Don't bother. She's family. <laughs> nice one. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's it's, it's just a bit. It's just a bit um, sort of patriarchal, isn't it? Thanks for looking after her. For is it implication yeah. for me? Yeah. Fuck yeah, exactly. off, pal. You know, whatever. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, <laughs> pound shop, Donny Osmond. Um, <laughs> that's who he is. <laughs> oh, bless him. Um, that would be dollar store, Donny Osmond. For that actually works better. Do you know that works? Do- store. <laughs> dollar store, Donny Osmond works so much better than pound shop, Donny Osmond. <laughs> Okay. Even Dinar store Donny Donny Osmond sounds better. You're right. It's the alliteration mm. that helps. Um, so Zena encounters Helen, who's trying to sneak out with a hood on, but Zena recognizes that's, her. Obviously, that's the elaborate disguise I mentioned earlier. <laughs> oh right, out. okay. Uh, and the the fact that an elaborate disguise wouldn't be needed. Uh, what I was referencing was the fact that um, Captain Obvious Traitor walks past a bunch of people who say. Hail Deophimus, or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. And he nods to them and makes it very obvious that he's there, not even trying to hide the fact mm. that he's going to a secret exit, which <laughs> he then in. goes out yeah. of in broad daylight in the open yeah. Yeah. after being seen by many people near it. I mean, obviously, after 10 years of fighting, he's just given up sneaking. He's like no one's yeah. noticed. No one's noticed that I'm a I'm a an obvious traitor till now, so I don't need to be careful <laughs> anymore. And in fact, frankly, it seems that everyone but Zena is thick because she's the only one who's ever noticed it. Yeah, so she she does notice and she follows him. She yeah. works out how to how to work the prop. Um, yeah, and they, they so they they pick their way through the the battlefield of um, re- repurposed horror film props. Yeah. Uh, and oh, it's Deiphobus who's been meeting with Menelaus. Did not see that coming. No, yeah, it was impossible to see that coming, wasn't it? Definitely. Yeah. Oh God! And like earlier on, <laughs> we totally forgot to mention about earlier on the guy with the scar reappeared <laughs> in Zena's oh, first yeah. meeting. Yeah. In Zena's first meeting with Paris. Um, yes. The guy with the scar reappeared, and it turns out he was one of Captain Obvious Traitor's personal guard attendant guys. Yeah. Um and Captain Obvious Traitor made sure to kill him before he could say anything. That's right. That's <laughs> One of those. It's that. like it. It's like um, it's basically like when Macbeth kills the two grooms. Yeah. So that they that can't. Scene. So that they can't be. <laughs> so that they can't be questioned yes, can't about blab. the fact that they clearly <laughs> didn't kill Duncan. Anyway, yeah. um, Shakespearean reference there, um. I mean, just and Zena knew from knew from the start that he was a badin, you know, and this is just confirming it. So she goes to back to yeah. Paris and tells him, "I saw your brother." Yeah, she grasses him up. I saw your brother um, cavorting with King Menelaus. He's a bad guy. Um, and Captain Obvious Traitor comes in and says, "I'm not a bad guy. I'm a good guy. I convinced, I convinced Menelaus to leave, um, because obviously, just going over and saying, "Hey, listen, pal, you've had it." Just go, just go. Um, after yeah. ten years, after yeah. ten Switch years of war, call that it would be enough. Call it a draw. Yeah, you'd be like, listen, you can't win. You can't win. Just give up. And then Elise was like, okay, well, I guess so. That I fair. guess the ten sounds years of fair. war. I, I, they don't understand the sunk cost fallacy. 
these people. They don't understand that you would. They, they, they would never give up. They would never. After ten years of after ten years of war and countless deaths, you just would never give up, would you? Because it would make it all worthless. <laughs> It'd make it all meaningless. Um, that's how we end up with wars with names like the Hundred Years' War. Yes. No, no one can <laughs> remember what it was about. Just that it lasted for fucking ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as if to corroborate this, this. Um, cover story of Theophobus, a uh, messenger turns up and says, ah, do you know what? The Greeks have just gone. They have up and gone. And what's more, they've left a gift. Yay! They've left a gift. A big fucking horse. Now, is this a thing? <laughs> is this a thing in the ancient Greek land where you would leave a horse behind if you were if you were leaving? It's, it's like, the, like the wicker donkey writ large, isn't it? It's the so. wicker man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, a little bit more like that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as we've, as has clearly been established by earlier in the episode, the Greeks are not above hiding under wicker, um, because that's what they did when Zena and Gab were trying to get in to the to the city. Um, yeah, yeah, so, it's foreshadowing. Yeah, there you go. They planted it's good, it. It's good writing. Good writing. Yeah. That is. Oh, yeah. The good writing in this episode. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, so Zena says to Paris, "Beware Greeks bearing gifts," as Ta-da! if this was a, as if this was a common expression of the time, and not something that was invented years later to refer to this specific event. Um, well, <laughs> you know, and, and as as if it, I mean, she might as well wasn't... have said, "I think that horse is a bit of a Trojan horse." You know, it's like you can't name <laughs> things before you can't <laughs> reference things before they exist. Zena, I don't care how powerful Zena you think can. you are. If anyone can, Zena can, <laughs> for sure. Um, oh, and at this point, r- realizing he's he's about to win the day, Deirdrebus says, um, "Yeah, anyway, what what was Zena doing following me as I made peace with the Greeks? It, it, you should just arrest her." And yeah. Paris is like, "Yeah, so- sounds legit." Oh yeah, fine, fine. Obviously, she's the the suspicious one. Yeah. Um, so Zena so gets, get, gets thrown into yet another dungeon. Yeah, she allows herself to be captured even though she could have fought them off because Captain Obvious Traitor menacingly stood behind Helen with a dagger partially unsheathed. Yeah, yeah. As if to say, you can fight, but not before I slit her throat, which I guess works as a reason mm. why she's been captured, even yeah. though she didn't need to be. Um. So, we, yeah. Then, we, then we, cut, we cut to the courtyard where the, the soldiers are, are pulling this gift into the into the courtyard through, through the gates. the fucking horse, yeah. And now, they're really unreasonably excited about, I have to say, quite a, a shitty, massive quite a sh- bamboo horse. Quite a shit horse, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even that big. The horse is not very big. Like, it's about, it's quite I don't big. know, would, would you say it's about four metres tall, maybe five um, yeah, I'd say it's about the size of the the first van you have to hire the first time you move house before you've got all your furniture. <laughs> like when you when you maybe when you move from your first job to your second job. Yeah, yeah, that it's kind the, of size, isn't it? It's the the kind of van that you would hire and fill yourself with your mates and pay them a yeah. pizza. Yeah, that one. Um, not you That's wouldn't hire you wouldn't you wouldn't hire an actual moving company. <laughs> I would say it could probably fit. We know that there's people inside. Everyone knows the story of the fucking Trojan horse. Uh, yeah. So I would say that this horse could probably fit one guy in each leg and maybe two in the middle, which is lucky because that's how many we see coming out later. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, fabulous. Uh, I've written here in my notes, Troy is sort of pathetically tiny. And it is. <laughs> it looks so small and lame. It's got, it's got a good mane though. I quite like the mane. Lots of grass or palm leaves or something. That's quite good. Yeah. the The disclaimer for this episode is um, <laughs> pretty good. It's a pretty good. They yeah. made up for last week's uh, absence of one by giving us a pretty good one this week. Um, no, o- no oversized Polynesian style bamboo horses were harmed during the production of this motion picture. However, many wicker lawn chairs gave their lives. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> well, I bet the props teams were like, so. <laughs> yeah. Rude. The props. The props for this episode 
a million wicker lawn chairs and a million candles. Yeah. <laughs> um, which we see in the next scene. Uh, where we do, Helena's actually. in the bath. Well, we, and... no, we get a we get a we get a little clip here of Zena in the dungeon. Um, oh yeah, kind of ca- casing the joint for well, how am I going to escape? Oh, there's a big hole in the big um, kind of air and lighting vent in the ceiling, and there's a window there. Oh, and if I look out the window, I can just see. Oh, for fuck's sake! That it's a big horse. <laughs> so you can see her thinking. I bet there are people in that horse. I bet there's soldiers <laughs> in there. Bet you anything. Yeah. Bet you anything you like. I bet you ten dinars that there are or- there's people in the horse. <laughs> um, and yeah. um, Cap- Captain Captain Obvious pops down to the dungeons just to taunt her a bit, and he he sets the other prisoners on her. Yeah, um, and we'll we'll come back like, to that. Mate, we'll have you even that. seen this show before? No, no, Do you I fucking to suspect idiot. he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get the scene where Helen's in a bath of what looks like milk and rose petals. Mm. And uh, surrounded by a million candles. Um, yeah, it's all someone... um, Celeste's leftover. Celeste's leftover candles. candles. Yeah, <laughs> someone's been to John Lewis when they had a sale. Does John Lewis yeah. even have sales? Are they too good yeah, for good sales? Ones. No, they're they? good sales. Yeah, I've never, I've never really shopped in John Lewis. I felt like you know, being working class, no, that shows. I didn't really belong there. <laughs> So yeah, so, um, Helen's having this lovely bubble bath. Paris comes in and uh, basically kind of says, you know, why the long face? As the horse, you think I've got a long face? You should see the horse in the courtyard. <laughs> Do you ever get that when you're just so tickled by something so lame? This is <laughs> Thank this you. is this this is me with this joke. Jesus, right? Okay, uh, carry on. Why the long face? Are you, you're still, you're still, you're still upset about the fact that I had Zena arrested. Are you still, you're still upset about that, that I threw your ex in jail. He's such a twat. The He's ex that you twat. brought here specifically because you trust her and don't feel safe. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Um, so so get, she... get your get get your clothes back on. We're going to go and celebrate this horse. No, get your thing. get your red flags out because he comes up with this fucking line. Um, she says, if you really love me, you trust my judgment. And he said, I didn't fight for 10 years to listen to your judgment. Oh, yes. You absolute prick. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't buy mm-hmm. you. I didn't buy you for your brain. You're here to look pretty, <laughs> you yeah. know, and she does look pretty. I'm going to let me stop you there. She does look, <laughs> she is extremely, yeah, it's, not, it's not all bad. It's not all She's wrong. an extremely good looking woman. <laughs> This actress yeah. is playing Helen. Uh, I actually looked her up, and um, um, she actually died. She died last year. This actress, oh, no, so that's sad. condolences. Oh, sorry Dark to young. hear that. Yeah, much sadness. Aww. So now that I've now that I've harshed the buzz, now that I've brought the mood down, um, you have a bit. Shall we? Yeah, sorry. Shall we return what, to the episode? So what- so what we need, what we need now to to pick us up is a, a little comedy scene, and that's exactly what we get in the dungeon because the um, <laughs> Deiphobus having having set the prisoners on Zena, saying she 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 dubbed you in, go and you know take it out on her. Again, the prisoners came in two by two, hurrah, hurrah, because two is a nice number for Zena yeah. to deal with at a time. Um, and she she does some some hilarious work with a a bench that she picks up, so she kind of takes them out with a bench. And then the next two that 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 come in, I think does she prop the bench over one of their bodies or something? But basically, she, basically she gets one does of them a to seesaw jump thing. on the end of yeah, jump yeah. on the end of the bench. She seesaws, boings up to go out of the vent that we saw her sizing up before. Leans over the side and just with a cocky little smile says, "Thanks, fellas. Yeah, thanks for the ride. That's quite um, a nice little nice little comedy moment." Yeah, and meanwhile, yeah. Gabriel and Perdiccas. Just before, just before the Greeks make their obvious move, Gabriel and Perdiccas yeah. are out in the courtyard reminiscing about their childhood. Um, uh, they seem to have had like a hobbit childhood. Remember when we stole Farmer McGregor's carrots? You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, they had, had Theresa be... May's childhood. Remember when we oh, ran through yeah. that field of wheat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a naughty child! What naughty children we were! How naughty! <laughs> Um, and, and you took the you took the blame, and I got away with it. Yeah, which is typical. Yeah. Um, 
they seem to be I think the writers seem to be retconning Gabrielle and Perdiccas as like childhood sweethearts. Um, yeah, so which it's not, was not now it's not the, an arranged marriage. It's yeah, yeah, which wasn't really the impression that was given in the first episode. Mm. Um, but so there's sure. there's some dis- distressing heterosexual flirting basically here, isn't there? It's yeah. It's like that. Sort of... It's like that. Ao3 tag, you know, starts ominously heterosexual, but don't worry, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, but, but yeah, there's, the a, there's a sort of. Yeah, sorry. Carry on. Oh uh, yeah, so I was going to say say the same thing. The um, the Trojan soldiers are lolling about, leaning up yeah, against the all, horse. They're all pissed and hung off over. the faces. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Greeks attack. Surprise, motherfuckers! Yeah, surprise. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was supposed to have happened at night, um, but you know what? Yeah, that would have been matter. that would have been harder to film. Yeah, uh, you know, so... night filming is tricky. But then they could have hidden the fact that it was clearly a tiny set a bit better. <laughs> um, so the Greeks hmm. leap out of the horse. There's about five of them, as I said, and yeah. then they go they and open o- the they gates. Open the gates. And let in the entire Greek army, which is about twenty the rem- guys. The, yeah, the the remaining seventeen. Menelaus launches Greek soldiers at the head mm. of his whole army, which is literally about twenty guys. Zena could fight all these guys off by herself, and in future episodes, she fights off much bigger groups of people all by her all yeah. by herself with much fewer resources. Um, so the <laughs> idea that this that they've managed that they're going to destroy the whole city of Troy with these twelve guys. Seventeen guys, whatever. Yeah, it's it's unlikely, but but there's 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 quite a good fight, quite a good fight scene. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I've written down again. Us... I've written down yeah. again. Maybe don't show stuff if you can't do it well. <laughs> That's just a bit of a <laughs> top tip. Top tip to the producers of this of this twenty five year old show. Uh, you know, I thought it was better than better than last week's fighting. I thought. Well, okay, I went. I did go back and look at the fighting and made a, a hilarious animated gif. Yeah, so that. Um, so, um, anyway, yeah. Gabrielle, Gabrielle is fighting, but she's looking a bit anxious, and you know she's got she's got she's got two dogs in the fight now. She's got Zena yeah. to worry about. She's got Perdiccas to worry about. Um, her staff actually gets broken, so she's in a little bit of danger. Yeah, um, but later but on, saved... she's got this, the staff is fine again with no. Yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a there's. A, a goofier. So yeah, there is actually that's true, um, yeah. and we we get a new. I I think this is another Xena trademark move. I feel like I've seen this a lot of times. She uh, as as the guy with the sword is about to bring it down on Gabrielle, Xena gets out the whip, pulls so it gets his his sword hand, reels him in, and then punches him. And that that kind of felt like a, a stock move. I'm I'm pretty sure we're mm. going to see that again and again. It's Probably, just a, a nice yeah. little set, nice little set piece. Um. Zena gets to Perdiccas to round everyone up, get get them inside safely at the Temple of Aphrodite. Yeah. Uh, so Perdiccas goes off to arrange that because he's someone that in was, this army. I thought that was sort of a nice touch. That the temple, um, that yeah. the, the the main temple, temple in Troy was to, was to Aphrodite. Considering like that's yeah. like one of the few, there's like two things that in this episode that I think are a nice touch, and that's one of them. Mm. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. The other one's not happened yet. Oh. So yeah, let's find out what that's going to be. Yeah, so yeah, the Zena goes to get Helen, uh, take her down to the temple yeah. where apparently the whole mm-hmm. city is. Um, all the soldiers yeah, but, and a but, lot of the civilians. And Gabrielle have herded everyone into the temple. So like, yeah, maybe yeah. leave some of the soldiers outside to. I don't know. No, no, no. It's much better to def- It's like it's much better to defend a smaller area. That's why. Oh, that's true. That's why you fall back, you know, you know. <laughs> and it is actually as we as the see Troy proves this, and also the the board game Risk proves this. It's easier to defend than to attack. You need a much larger attacking army to overcome mm. a, a smaller defense. Um, so Good there you go. <laughs> We've learned a lot. Um, so yeah, they're making their final stand in the Temple of Aphrodite, but this temple has got more holes than a sieve. This temple, <laughs> this temple has got more holes than your working memory. Um, mm. <laughs> oh, that was that felt me naturally. <laughs> rude. That's so rude. It's not your fault. You're old. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair though. What what was I saying? 
yeah. Oh, uh, so, it's important. Yeah. What seems like a throwaway line, but turns out to be kind of important. Um, Menelaus says, "Torch the city, but save the horse." I I want that as a souvenir. It will look lovely on my patio, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, save save the horse is turns out to be important. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wants to keep the Helen, horse. Helen, Helen again be a is. Helen is doing her burning martyr thing again. Let let me go and they'll stop fighting. It's like, pff, no, they won't. No, they won't because this isn't about you, Helen. Are they, like, seriously, you must have realised by now this is not, this has stopped being yeah. about you a long time ago. No one gives a fuck about you. Yeah. Like, they don't care at all. If one of them, if you went back to Menelaus, Paris would just be like, no, you, you captured my flag. <laughs> you know, and if if she just disappeared entirely, they would just go like, "You drove her off, you bastard!" You know, it's just like there's no there is no winning in the situation. So, yeah. um, so Gabrielle and Perdiccas have a a bit of a we might die now, so we'd better tell each other the truth thing. Mm. Um, uh, so basically, she's I... like, "Perdiccas, I'm sorry, I walked all over you," and he's like, "I'm sorry, I was a total simp." <laughs> <laughs> I I um, just all I wrote all I wrote here was G and P uh, which I think must mean they snog. Is <laughs> yeah, that what they, they do snog? a little kiss. They do a little kiss here, but it's just yeah. you know you can write it's something you could easily write off as being in the heat of the moment. You know we might die. There's a bit yeah. of regret over how she hurt him. Uh, yeah, and obviously he's much hotter now because he's a been recast and b <laughs> he can, <laughs> he's a warrior. Yeah, he's now, and we up. know that that's he's what. Up. We know that that's what she's into. Yeah, he's had a glow up. He's had a glow up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so Zina takes Helen to uh, the storage room, not for a bunk up. Unfortunately, this is not a fanfic. This is is amazing. Helen says, um, (laughs) this was put by in case we ever needed it, you know, if we were ever besieged, like as we have been for the last 10 years. And this story is laid out like a picnic and it's all eminently (laughs) perishable stuff. Avocados. (laughs) Famous for their properties of longevity. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to break out the emergency avocados. Oh shit, <laughs> they've gone liquid in the two minutes since we looked. <laughs> We're out of boiling oil, but, but I, have a, I have a vat of guacamole. <laughs> oh shit, no, sorry guys, it's turned grey. It's gone grey, we <laughs> oh, fucked it. Stringy, stringy. <laughs> ah, it's watery at the bottom. Ugh. Ugh. No, we'd better give up. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a bad storeroom. <laughs> I like everything about this episode. Poorly conceived. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Paris goes. Paris arrives, and mm. Zena gives them a chance to talk because you know she she Zena needs no Helen needs to tell Paris that she's dumping him though. Yeah. She's like, and he, yeah. He he kind of really says, "Sorry, it, 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 I meant well. It all got a bit out of hand. Forgive me." And she's um kind of ah, screw that. I'm, and I'm she's out of here. like, "I'm done. I you am don't... done with you." Yeah, she's basically like, "You don't own me. I'm not one of your many toys. <laughs> You're not the boss of me." There's a lot of song lyrics in this subtext in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but then Captain Obvious dun, traitor dun, dun. appears through one of the. One of the many other entrances to this apparently secure temple, and um, and Helen throws wobbly because it's just like her dream. Yeah, so the dream was prophetic, spooky, and um, uh, it was it was pathetic. You're right. Oh wait, no, prophetic. Yeah. <laughs> and Deiphobus, who let's not forget is Paris's brother, stabs Paris like really badly though. Um, yeah, to the extent where he's where he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> And then he grabs Helen, forces a kiss on her, which is horrible, and says Very horrible. That, yeah, and as, says... As is the line, there's only one thing men like me want from Helen of Troy. Is that what he said? So, yeah, something like that. There's I thought a, he said, I thought he said there's, only, there's only one man who deserves Helen. Oh, maybe, maybe he says that a bit later, but, but there is a yeah, nasty hint of that. Yeah, of, yeah, the whole thing is disgusting. Yeah, the whole thing is yeah. is is rank. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so he drags her off. Um, so that's not so good. So good that Paris is dead because fuck him. 
right? I didn't give a fuck about Paris. I suppose. Um, I suppose. But not so good that the guy has kidnapped Helen now. (laughs) No, that's a bad thing. Back in the temple, Zena's using the avocados to make a a smokescreen somehow. She's she's She's... set Perdiccas to work with a mortar and pestle. Yeah. Um... And setting fire. Did you know that setting fire to avocados turned made made purple smoke? That's amazing. I'm gonna have I, to I would use think that. that. The avocado thing could work if you kind of flung it in in your opponent's faces, and they'd they'd have to do that <laughs> like wiping the custard pie goo away from their eyes thing. <laughs> that, that's how I would use it. Um, we have to assume it wasn't the avocados that went into this smoke screen. It was powder, green though. I, it was something green. It was. It was. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there she's like, well, we're gonna go out the way that Captain Obvious Traitor came in. Uh, she's assuming yep. she can find it easily. Anyway, so she does. And they yeah, all wander off. Yeah. Um. Oh, and there's and, a, there's a nice little bit of rhubarb. Someone says, "As Menelaus ordered, remove the horse." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we cut to them taking the horse out, right? And this yeah. is this is the second nice touch yeah. that is in this episode. <laughs> um, because I had forgotten it up until up until the exact moment that they started to drag the horse out, I yeah. had completely forgotten that Xena hides the Trojans inside the horse. Yes. Um, now how she fit them all in, I don't know because there's room for about six people. Did she fit the entire city into the horse? Well, that that is basically the population of Troy by now. You know, it's <laughs> oh been yeah, a long that's 10 years. true. That's true, but it's just it highlights again how pathetic, how sort of pathetically tiny Troy is in this world. You know, um, the, the, the Greek soldiers are dragging this horse out, going, "Huh, I thought this would be lighter with nobody in it." Yeah, in that's a brilliant. Like, haven't that's worked it out yet. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> and then Zena does the and leaps out and attack, attack, fight, fight, fight. Fight, Thanks fight, for fight. the lift, boys. That's, I mean, yeah, that's oh, this, classic. This is, this is the bit where Deophobus makes that horrible thing about... Um, yes. Only, um, yeah, that's... yeah. This yeah. is the bit he said he wants to basically rule the world with the, with the great combination of her looks and his strength. He thinks Ugh. he's going to breed an army of supermen with hot Helen and his amazing genes of being the brother no one remembers from Troy. From being the pathetic little brother that was always overshadowed by Hector, who was a a great warrior, and Paris, who was a great lover. And who are you? You're nobody who gets... The other one. You're nobody who gets one line in the Wikipedia article... Which says, <laughs> which says that you were that you married Helen after Paris died, and then were killed by Menelaus almost immediately afterwards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so he he spirits her away through one one of these secret doors, but but Zena's sitting outside casually waiting for him. Yeah, casual um, Fridays, man. They they have a they have a bit of a Barney. He lands, I think he lands quite a surprising number of blows. He actually gets quite a good, you know, contact. Rate until Zena suddenly remembers she doesn't actually have to obey the laws of physics, so she starts <laughs> doing all that. <laughs> uh, so she knocks him out, and then she, as a nice little touch, she leaves he- Helen's second best tiara on his uncon- on his unconscious head for uh, Menelaus to find. Yeah, no, th- is, is is that the implication that he's unconscious and she's leaving him for Menelaus to kill? That's... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's fair. That's yeah. a, that's tra- that's what traitors deserve, isn't it? To be betrayed. Traitors get betrayed. Yeah. Traitors yeah. gonna hate. You know. Um. <laughs> so there you go. It's the end of the episode, and Perdiccas and Gabrielle. Perdiccas basically says, "Um, yeah, I know that we had that little snob, but don't worry, I don't expect a commitment from you." Um. Yeah. And Gabrielle's like, "Oh." Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no, no me, neither did me, I. Me neither, neither, neither did neither. I, yeah. yeah. <coughs> I didn't expect to make it. It's all fine. Um and he's like, Yeah, it's fine. We're gonna go our separate ways now, and I'm just gonna jaunt off on an adventure with literally the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and she's Don't like, worry right, about me. I'll right. be I'll be just fine. I'll, yeah, I think Perdicus is gonna be just fine. Until Although, we see funnily him again, enough, that, obviously. That's kind of it's kind of what Gabrielle's doing as well, though, going off to have an adventure with the most beautiful woman in the world. 
true, true. Zena's like sorry I in thought... the known in the known world. We have to say in the known yeah. world for Zena things. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Zena's like I thought Perdiccas would be joining us for a while, and Gabriel's like he's got other plans. Watching him walk Apparently. away with walk away with a woman that is so beautiful that men have been fighting over her for ten years. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be fine on the road. <laughs> I think they'll both be okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, how awkward would that be? You can't, you know, if Perdiccas started following them around like a little puppy. I mean, it's not... That, like, that'll pu- be awkward, but but also awkward for Helen, I imagine. Imagine that small talk, Perdiccas and Helen. Like, so, uh, <laughs> Helen, been, been anywhere nice? On your, nope, no, I've, I've literally, literally been nowhere been in ten years. for ten years. <laughs> Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good yeah, point, yeah, good point. Too, um, yeah. mm. So, um, do you know much about farming? Uh, funnily enough, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my specialist subject. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so we don't, we don't really have to worry about them ever again. No, or well, we, we? We'll, we'll meet Perdiccas again, but... Yeah, we won't worry about him, though. <laughs> but we'll never see Helen again, so it's all right. <laughs> No, she'll be fine. <laughs> Bye, Helen. It was lovely to meet you. Um, no, another, yeah, Ga- another of Gabriel. Zena's exes. Off we yeah. go. Gabrielle, Gabrielle suggests they go back for the horse because it's it's bound to be a collector's item. And I, I'm just going to think, uh, not if you haven't got the pair. Much more <laughs> and in, the, in their original wrapping. If, the, if it's still got Greeks inside, then maybe. <laughs> yeah. See Gabrielle turning up down the Antiques Roadshow. I'm afraid much of the value has been lost. Yeah. <laughs> and there we have it. That was the, the Siege of Troy and how it yeah. ended. It ended thanks to Xena. It ended with a whimper, literally. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So... Do you know what, though? I did not hate this episode. I I was... hated it less than others. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> I've given it a five. Uh, That's my. I was going to go for a six point five. You were going to go give for six point five. I'll give it a six because we don't want to be getting into quarter. Oh God, I'm not. Yeah, we're not having a five point seven five. No, 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 no. We'll, So we'll go. For, we'll go for. I'll, I'll go for six. I'll go for six. Yeah, I give it a five because again, once again, I would probably never watch this again. <laughs> I can't imagine oh, it being the... in my top. Like choices of episodes to watch. Um, I, I think on reflection, I might be giving it a whole extra mark because the avocados made me laugh so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's why fair would enough. You I put mean, avocados in your I... emergency stores. <laughs> That's fair enough. I mean, I gave the I gave these guys the worst preppers a whole ever. extra point for Salmonius. So comedy yeah, can get true. you through, man. Comedy can it get can. you through. Yeah. And you and I have had a great time recapping it. I've had much more fun recapping it than I did watching it. Um, yeah, always the way, always the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Alrighty. yeah, overall so, that's a five and a half episode, and and that it's good is that the we bar's eye view. Yeah, it's good that we had fun watching it because next week. <laughs> yeah, next we may week, not have quite as much fun next week. Yeah, no, no. Well, we will have more fun next week, even though the episode. I'm gonna warn you guys now that next week's episode. Is the officially the worst one of the season, according yeah. to IMDb ratings. Anyway, it is the lowest rated lowest rated episode of season one, and there's a good reason for that, guys. It's because it's a clip show, yeah. and you might be thinking, surely we don't haven't had enough episodes to make a good clip show yet. And you're right. Well, we've had, we've had twelve, <laughs> but but yes, also that. <laughs> so join us next time that's, for that's what we get. the. Athens City Academy of the Pouring Bards, and if all goes to plan, did you we say should a have bards? A, yeah, <laughs> I did say performing <laughs> bards, but sure, um, okay. some of them are pretty appalling. Um, yeah, if all goes to plan, knock on wood, we should have our first uh, podcast guest next time out. Um, my <gasps> friend, my friend, and yours, Goblin, who's going to come on, and Goblin friend, yeah, she is. Um, I'm- a Xena virgin who was literally a child when this show came out and had never heard of it and is only watching it because she likes our podcast 
which is very so yeah, we, ego we're, boosting. We're sharing the love. We're we're um we're kind of passing so, our unhealthy yeah, habits we're on, passing the baton on to a new generation. <laughs> so we'll we'll get we'll get to hear what a, a Xena newbie makes of the whole nonsense. Yeah. So listen so, out for that. That's next time. Yeah. Um, but for now, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye! No bloopers again. I'm still recording just in case you say something funny that I can include.